Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, your go-to source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development. We hope you tune in often for all things people management, organizational development and change, organizational leadership, and social impact related. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Britt Bolnick about the alchemy of leadership and marketing. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Very excited. Yeah, I'm excited to have the chance to chat and to really explore the topics of marketing and leadership and how the two interconnect and why it's so important for organizational leaders to understand the interconnection of those pieces. As we get started today, I wanted to share Britt's bio with the listeners. Britt Bolnick is a successful biz- business owner and magic maker living a life she loves in Maine. She has traveled a path from the financial scarcity to financial independence, building a six-figure business she loves as a single mama, working less than full-time. Britt mentors women who are 100% committed to building thriving businesses that create visibility and wealth without compromising personal life or sanity, teaching women to use authentic connections to build success. Uh, there's a fun fact that Britt provided me in preparation for our interview today. She's used her tried and true magic time management tool to start a nonprofit pitbull rescue while also running her business, uh, having three days off a week and being an avid book reader and a beach walker. That's awesome. A pitbull rescue. Um, what an amazing uh, endeavor. Uh, and I also love walking the beach and reading books, although I don't live close to a beach right now, much to my wife's chagrin, because she would (laughs) love to be on the beach. Same. Yeah, well, thank you so much uh, for joining me. And uh, before we really launch in today, anything else you would like to share in terms of background um, or personal context? Oh, goodness. I could share so many things. I think it'll probably come out organically. Um, But, you know, I'm really excited to talk to your community and share some ideas on, um, on leadership and, you know, just being able to do the things that you absolutely love in the world, because at the core of what I do is that. Excellent. Excellent. Well, yes, I, I hope that you you'll be comfortable sharing any um, interesting story uh, or experience that relates to what we're going to be talking about. And if we go on a couple little tangents, that's, that's just fine too. So I know that in your work, you talk a lot about the alchemy of marketing, the alchemy of leadership. Um, I think those are really interesting concepts and, uh, and I like the way you frame that. Um, would you mind explaining a little bit for the listeners what that means to you Um, Why do you call it the alchemy of marketing, the alchemy of leadership? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I use a lot of magical terms in, in my business, um, both in my business and my nonprofit. And the term alchemy is really fascinating. I, I also, in my free time, really love to geek out to a number of different things. And alchemy is one of them. Alchemy is the art, science, and magic of turning one thing that is perhaps not as valued into something that is much more highly valued by basically um, dissolving the ingredients of the first thing and reforming, reformulating them into something that has more value. So when we're talking about leadership or we're talking about um, marketing or we're talking about really getting your vision out into the world in any shape or form, there are pieces of who you are and how you operate in the world that work for you and there are pieces that work against you. And in order to be a truly successful and effective leader, you have to understand what are the pieces that need to be dissolved and how can they come back together into a new form to contribute to and build towards your success. So whether we're talking about you know, the alchemy of marketing, um, you know, whether we're talking about you becoming more visible in the world with your work, or we're talking about the alchemy of leadership, how you show up for, how you lead people, how you motivate and uh, guide people, that all, in my humble opinion, requires a really honest look at an assessment of yourself and of the pieces of yourself on an inner level that are working for you and the pieces that are working against you and a process um, and journey of dissolving those pieces that don't work for you and through that evolving into a higher form where you can have the visibility or the leadership that you really desire to have. That's kind of the nutshell version. Did that make sense? It made sense in my head. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And I love I love it. I love that framing. And, you know, it's a fun term, first of all. So yeah. it, it, it's fun to use a, a nice, creative, catchy term. And that actually connects and relates to what we'll be talking about today in terms of the marketing uh, piece and promotion and, and selling your vision and those sorts of things that leaders need to do. Um, but I love the the meaning behind the word and changing and shifting and transforming from one form to another, because honestly, that's what we're all doing, right? Throughout mm -hmm. our entire lives, hopefully, if we, ha if we have a growth mindset that we're trying to learn and grow, constantly be learning, constantly be developing, and if we're leaders, I hope that any, anyone listening to this podcast would certainly understand that we, we don't ever arrive, right? We're, yes. all, we're always growing, we're always learning, we're always experiencing new things that shape and change the way we view the world and probably the way we view our past experiences and our past decisions. Um, and so, you know, we don't need to ruminate on all of the, our past decisions that perhaps we would do differently now because that's just part of the growth process. But we do, like you said, we need to be self-reflective and we need to be willing to take a good hard look at what we do, how we do it, why we do it, and, and then put in place some, some principles that can help us to transform ourselves into the type of leader that we want to become. Exactly, so well put. So I, I just love that, that framing so much. Um, who do you think needs to um, pay attention to these concepts of the alchemy of, of leadership, the alchemy of marketing? Well, I definitely think the, the alchemy of leadership is, is fairly, um, it's fairly self-explanatory, although I will say that I think that there are leaders who consider the evolution of self imperative 
and there are leaders who do not consider the evolution of self sometimes at all. So I think that definitely for folks who identify as leaders who are in a process, a journey of their own, who are interested in internal growth and evolution, you have to be considering um, you know, the premise of alchemy as you move forward and become a better and more effective leader. Um, so I think that it's sort of self-selected by, by whether or not that's a goal of yours or whether I think there are people out there who just want to lead in some sort of power grab and this premise does not apply as much to them, but they're probably not out there listening to podcasts on how to be an effective and evolved leader. So we're probably not even speaking to them. In terms of the alchemy of marketing, what I've found is that this is particularly important for business owners, entrepreneurs, and leaders who are representing to some extent their own passions or their own deep whys. So for instance, um, a you know, a financial advisor for a large bank might not be as interested in the alchemy of marketing because in order for that to really apply to you, you have to be someone who understands that you need to do as much work on yourself to become visible as you need to look at external strategies. And if you're not really doing something in the world that is a part of who you are and that requires you to be visible, you might not need as much work, as much inner work. You know, if I'm representing you and your podcast, that's not a huge inner journey for me in becoming visible because I'm representing you. That feels fairly safe. If I'm representing myself and my heart-centered business, my passion, something that really communicates my deep why in the world, there's some fear of visibility. There's some, there's some internal investment in that that requires us generally to have to do some inner work around our comfort, around our own blocks and um, blind spots, around our own fear. So I'd say that for folks who really need to think about alchemy in terms of marketing, those are people who are more contributing to their own deep why and doing work in which they as a person, they as a human being, need to be visible in order for it to be effective. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's right. And I really appreciate the focus on um, how we can better portray ourselves to, to accomplish, to, to have an impact. And it's, it's not just about ego. It's not just about um, selfish intentions. It's, it's about like truly being able to have influence. You, you can only have as much influence as people pay attention to you and as people give you credibility um, and as you earn people's trust. And so, so we have to sell ourselves as much as that, you know, rubs some people the wrong way. And, and, uh, and I understand, you know, that like, I'm, I'm not really that way either. I would prefer to just kind of do what I do and let my work speak for itself, but you have to be proactive about it because we're in a world with so much noise, so much, um, uh, vying for our attention, that if we don't um, show our accomplishments and our, put our best foot forward, we're going to uh, severely limit our potential to influence others, to lead others, to uh, effectively drive change within our organizations, within our communities, and ultimately, we're, we're not going to fulfill our potential. So, yeah. you know, in some senses, perhaps some might frame it as a necessary evil. Um, if, if you're really not 
inclined towards that self-promotion, but, but it, it's necessary. It absolutely is necessary. It is necessary. And, you know, folks out there today have to consider the fact that whatever you're doing, there are probably around a gajillion other people doing it. I mean, there are a gajillion other people doing podcasts. So in order for people to find you, they're going to be looking for people who are like you, who are talking about the things that you talk about, who have your perspective, who care about the things that you care about. And if you're not being visible, then they can't find you. So we have to consider that there's a reason that people choose us in whatever field we're in. And if you're not really authentically visible, then they don't have the information to choose you. Your people don't have the information to find you and to choose you. So that's really important, especially in this day and age where pretty much everything is virtual right now. And the virtual space is massively oversaturated. So the more you can be you, the more visible you're going to be and the more your people can find you. Whereas otherwise they're just choosing from, you know, 6 million different podcasts on leadership to listen to. I, I'm also curious. I mean, you spoke to it a little, a little bit ago briefly, but let's, let's talk more about uh, someone in a leadership role um, and, and let's, let me be clear. We all have the potential to be leaders, whether we're in a formal role or not. So there's informal leadership, there's more formal types of leadership with a role and a title and, and those sorts of things attached. And I'm a big believer that every single individual within an organization can lead, that they can influence and that they can be change makers. Uh, so with that as a disclaimer, kind of setting the stage, now let's let's say we're we're um, talking about someone who's in a formal leadership role. They have a title. They have people reporting to them in the hierarchical structure, and this person um, needs to be able to communicate a vision. They need to be able to communicate the the mission of their unit, of their division, of their team, whatever. Um, how how does the alchemy of of marketing connect with the, the alchemy of leadership in that kind of a situation where I, as a leader now, I, it, it's, it's not enough for it to be in my head. It's not enough for me to have great strategic um, ideas. It's not enough for me to have a clear picture of the landscape and to be able to um, understand what needs to happen. I have mm -hmm. to be able to communicate that to my people, to my team. Otherwise nothing will happen because I can't do it all myself. And that's not yeah. the role of a leader. So how, yeah. how do those two connect and, and uh, how can leaders utilize the alchemy of marketing in that kind of a, a context? Yeah, so that's a really great question. And I think that one of the things that it comes down to is that to be a truly effective leader, one of the tools that pretty much every expert will agree on, and Simon Sinek wrote, um, you know, start with why, which is entirely about this premise, but you have to motivate people to join your mission. And you motivate people to join your mission because then they want to be a part of it. Then they're giving with their whole heart. They're invested. And really effective leaders are people who motivate and inspire other people to take action generally on their behalf or, you know, on behalf of their mission, their movement. And that requires a couple of different things. And most of us don't have all these things inherently. Or again, we have blocks and old beliefs or patterns of behavior that don't serve us that get in the way of this. So the way that alchemy really applies to leadership is in being able to look at yourself honestly and look at where you are 
contributing to that mission and to that effectiveness as a leader and where you're really kind of get the thing that's getting in the way and the ability to honestly look at yourself and say, well, you know, I am not great at this piece and I really need to sort of take it apart and reassemble it so it works. I'm not really great at listening or communicating or, you know, maybe I realize that there are a lot of unspoken things about my mission that I assume that people understand that I need to articulate more clearly. Um, I'm not leading with my heart. My people don't feel seen and heard. There's a lot of really critical self-evaluation that goes into effective um, heart-centered, mission-based leadership that I think we all need to be looking at clearly. And in order to do that, you have to be able to look at yourself honestly. And I think that that's something that we see not happening in failures of leadership, that ability to really be somewhat self-critical uh, in a positive way, that ability to take feedback and um, advising from from trusted sources and mentors, that ability to look at your behavior and change and grow and evolve. And those are all parts of the alchemical process and they're effective, they're, they're crucial for effective leadership. Yeah, thank you. Thank you um, for, for drawing those connections. And I, I just wanna reiterate and hit home the fact that for any leader to be effective, for any leader um, to have the type of influence that they hope to have in their careers, uh, in their organizations, with their people. Uh, it has to start with self-reflection. It has to start with understanding where you're at and how you can build upon your past experiences um, using a growth mindset to continue to, to become the type of leader you want to become. Yeah. But, but, you, but then you also have to be able to learn to communicate and articulate in a persuasive way um, your vision um, for your team, for your people. And, yeah. and, and a big part of leadership is helping those people that report to you uh, in, a, in a formal setting or if it's informal, the people that you're interacting with. It's, it's about helping them to recognize their full potential. Mm -hmm. So a big part of being a leader is helping individuals take the blinders off. Um, because we all have them. We all have self-limiting thoughts. And when we have self-limiting thoughts, we're not fulfilling our potential. <clears throat> we're, not, um, we're not moving into that growth stage uh, and transforming ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so a, a good leader will find uh, persuasive ways um, and influential ways to, to really impact in, uh, their team's um, self-conception and how they view their own potential. Uh, and I think all of that is just so vital to how we, we drive uh, successful leadership in organizations. Yeah. yeah, I think that that's really important. And, and inherent in that is a mutual respect and compassion for your team. Uh, we have, so for, for my dog rescue, I have probably about 15 people working under me, all volunteer, all working, probably 20 to 30 hours a week for the rescue. And they're all heading up different areas. And they choose to contribute to this mission for no money at all, because they really believe in what I'm doing and because they believe in me in a leader. And part of that, I think, is the fact that they know that, A, it's a collaborative process. I deeply value them. I deeply respect them and, and I'm grateful for them. And I also listen to them. So we had a situation a couple of months ago where I had 
there was a dog drama and I had reacted to one of the trainers that we worked with because I thought she had done something wrong that could have potentially been dangerous. And I said something in a group chat in a reactionary sort of way, kind of like, oh, you did what sort of thing. And one of our teams came to me and said, can I, can I be honest? I, I think that the trainer was really upset at that. I think it hurt her feelings. Um, I think that you, you know, because it was text, it came, I know you, but it came off a lot snappier than I think you intended. And I think it's hurt her, her feelings about working with us. And I thought about it and I said, I really appreciate that. I, I agree. I'm going to go talk to her. And I, I went and talked to her and smoothed it over. But the fact that my team can come to me and say, you, you might've, you might've made a mistake there. Um, I really valued that. There's a lot of trust in that, that they can, that they can come to me and feel open to that. And I think that part of leadership is really being humble and making sure that you're, you know, checking your ego and making sure that just because you're the leader doesn't mean that you shouldn't be collaborating with your team. Doesn't mean that, you know, you're above them in any way and they need to feel safe to be able to, there needs to be a, a, a community of safety in which they feel like they're collaborators. And I think that that has a lot to do with whether or not people really want to follow you in your mission, in your movement. Yeah, absolutely. Humility as a leader is key. Being willing to work alongside, truly collaborate authentically, meaning you're actually willing to roll up your sleeves and work alongside uh, the people that you work with to develop that trust, develop the relationships over time and, make, and have a consistent commitment to it. Um, that's all vital, vital. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit about some of the common problems that you see in organizations and how this, this approach to, you know, the alchemy of leadership and the alchemy of marketing can help so solve some of those common problems. Yep. Um, one of the really big ones that I think I already touched on is, is our assumption as leaders that people understand what we're thinking and can connect the dots. Um, things need to be articulated. If you have a vision, if you have a deep why, the more you share that, the more it will draw the right people to you who really wanna participate in that and collaborate with you. Uh, another, and I'm just going through these really quickly because I know we're short on time, but another piece that I see is that it, it can be scary, and this is where alchemy comes in, it can be personally scary to hand over control and delegate for a hundred different reasons. We think it won't be done correctly. We are afraid to trust people with our project or process. Um, you know, we think that we should be doing it ourselves if we're heading something up. It is vitally important to create a, an environment of trust where people understand that you are trusting them to take care of something and where you're guiding them in the way that it needs to be done. Um, and that collaboration is really, really important. And I see uh, shortcuts being taken with it that are really detrimental, especially in larger organizations or within larger teams. Um, and then the communication piece. We, as humans, we have so many different, I know this in my own marriage, I say A and he hears B and then C happens. And I'm like, how did you not hear what I said? And he heard it, but he didn't understand it the way I meant it. So we communicate in vastly different ways. So it is such an important investment to make sure that there is a common language and that communication is really being valued, not just in people hearing what you say, but in them feeling heard by you and by each other too, those inter-team connections where everyone actually feels like they're teammates, not just 
you know, people working in the same room or same office or space or for the same mission. Um, so I think that those are some of the really key components and they all at their core have to do with cultivating as a leader, a, an environment of trust and respect and, and mutual, you know, collaboration towards a shared vision or mission. Yeah. Yeah. And something you said there towards the end, which really struck me is that it's not enough for me as the leader to listen, right? I, which that's, that's key. That's, that's important. And I need to listen. Uh, otherwise, how in the world am I going to know my people, develop relationships? How am I going to be able to utilize them, help them, help them maximize, maximize their potential and, and be successful? So I need to listen. But for, for, from the, the standpoint of the follower, the leader, the person being led, it, it's not enough to just have the leader sit there and listen because you don't actually know what they're hearing, right? And so it's, it's about helping them feel heard. And that, that's something different than just listening. And there's things that you can do um, as the listener to reflect back to the individual to help them know that you are hearing them, that you're understanding them, and to, to demonstrate back to them the respect that you're showing yes. them um, by being there with them, right? So, yeah. so being heard and that, that sense of being heard and valued, that's different than the act of listening, um, yes. though they should be connected, right? Um, but I think sometimes well-intentioned leaders miss that point. They, they you know, they're, they're, they're doing the work of listening and because they know it's important, but that they, they forget or they don't know how to demonstrate the yeah. aspect of being heard to their people. Yeah, you know, one of the most effective courses that I ever took in college was a 101 level counseling course. I use that almost daily 20 years later. In some way, shape, or form, whether it's with my teenager or a volunteer or a client or, you know, a team member, 101 counseling, how to listen so that, you know, people feel heard is one of the most valuable things I've ever learned in all of my education. Awesome, awesome. Well, Britt, it has been a pleasure talking with you. I know we're about out of time um, and we could go on and on and on, but uh, perhaps we'll have to save some of that discussion for another day. Um, sure. today, today, though, before we close, I want to give you a chance to share with the listeners how they can connect with you, learn more about what you're doing and find ways to collaborate. Sure, absolutely. So the website is just uh, inarmscoaching.com, all one word. You can find me, I'm ridiculously active on Facebook, either on my personal profile, which is Britt Bolnick, B-R-I-T-T-B-O-L-N-I-C-K, or on my business page. Uh, and you can always shoot me an email at Britt at inarmscoaching.com. Thank you so much, Britt. I hope that the listeners will take Britt up on that uh, offer to connect. Um, what a tremendous background, a great discussion today. Uh, I know the listeners would benefit greatly by connecting with you, Britt. And I hope we can continue this discussion at a future date. Um, for all my listeners, thank you for joining us. I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe, uh, find meaning and purpose at work, and I hope everyone has a great week. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.